With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
don't mess with it either. I ain't know. I thought maybe, you know, maybe you and the first nah. one would be going out together. Nah, she grown. She want to do that. She'll do that. Um, you know, to, to the masses of people that don't know. But right now, I'm trying not to ingest any meats. So, I mean, why would I go to a place, pay mad money, and not get the tastiest foods ever? So I haven't been eating any meats for two weeks. I'm not going to spend $10 to go in there to get a $20 piece of meat. I'm not going to eat the fuck out of here. Yeah, so you don't want to be tempted by the uh, prehistoric uh, turkey leg, huh? Correct. 100%. I already know what I want. <laughs> I'm with you on that because that'd be about the only thing I eat if I go there too. I can't do the deep fried Twinkies and all that other fried butter and all that other nonsense they be doing. Although the last time I went a couple of years ago, I did try that Wisconsin cheese and man, that, ooh boy, <laughs> that was banging. <laughs> give, give the cash props no, on that Wisconsin. Fried. Fried butter, what kind of country redneck cracker shit is that? <laughs> oh, they, 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 at the fair, bro, they deep fry any and everything. <laughs> they deep frying Twinkies, they deep frying Snickers, they deep frying oh, butter. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm down with, I'm down with all of that. Like, cause we got a, we, we, we got a fair pit that happens. It's usually the first two weeks of September called the Big E. You know I'm saying it's the Big Expedition, uh, and it's out in Springfield, Mass. And then you got you got a couple other country little fairs that happen around Connecticut, um, around the same time. Is that is that like what everybody seems to do now? Like is that is that like the yeah the, the fall pretty much every state they have you know their state fair usually is situated in or around a capital city, but I mean a lot of them will have you know, fairs in other towns, but the actual state fair, I think, for the most part, usually happens in the uh, capital cities of a lot of states. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, well, we did our, well, the big one that we have in New England is called the Biggie, and we, we that, where that done popped up. But I didn't, fried butter, that's, that's that's new to me. Like, have you watched, um, what is that, uh, uh, the Boondocks, right? You've seen the Boondocks, right? Yeah, yeah. You talking about the episode where Granddad did the itis? <laughs> yeah, the Luther Burger. So, so they have that out there. <laughs> yeah, they they, they do that. stuff. They do stuff like that at the fair too. They put a burger between uh, two Krispy Kreme donuts with all his yeah, other hot fat. Yeah, <laughs> they do that here too. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I won't try it, but you know, hey, to each his own. <laughs> it is it is definitely fat indulgent. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you basically you you trying to you know, you trying to go ahead and and, and force the uh clogged arteries and <laughs> high blood pressure, heart attack, everything else. You just trying to force it force it on you. I, I can't I can't mess with it myself. I mean, you know, some some before I, you know, got on this kick to lose this weight, there was some junk food items I would try, but some of that stuff just seems like, boy, you talking about instant clogged arteries out the gate soon as you Yeah, so some of it is overfat. Some some of it is overfat, like like the like the the the, the fried uh, the, that fried butter. Yeah, that that sounds like that 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 sounds ultra fat. Like I don't I don't I don't know I don't. 
That's called the Paula Jean special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not all too sure about that. I mean some of you like the fry Oreo, I wanted to try one of those. I was like, Yeah, let me see what that's popping like. Other than that, yeah, I'm all sir. I'm yeah, I can't all, even I'm I all, can't even Yeah, I can't even get with that that fried Oreo thing, you know, like I said, y'all got that mm-hmm. y'all got that too. I ain't for me. I ain't even trying to Alright, so I wanted to um and I'm sure Rich come in, I'll bring it back up to him. But L you I know you're too young so you don't remember Comedic and I were teenagers then, but you remember Comedic the USFL, right? Yeah. Alright, so I was reading this interesting article and I meant to post it on my Facebook page earlier, but I guess I'll do it after the show tonight. Um there's this author named Jeff Perlman, who has written a book that's uh, coming out next year, 2018. It's called The Useless. And it's basically about the rise and uh, fall of the USFL. Now, I saw uh, one of these little videos that, you know, people circulate on social media, you know, sort of like a conspiracy, you know, theory type thing. And they were talking about, you know, Trump's beef with the NFL or why he lashed out at the NFL. Now, it's all known pretty much anybody who's followed Trump know this man has, you know, enemies or has a hit list, and any time he can pay those enemies back, he will, which he's shown that so far in the White House, you know, uh, you know, firing people who didn't support him, et cetera, et cetera. But after I did a little bit of digging and research, I was like, well, damn, this dude's been holding a serious grudge for over 30 years against the NFL. So for those you may not know or remember, there was a time when Trump actually owned an NFL team in the USFL, the uh, New Jersey Generals, if I'm correct. Um, And the reason he got this team was because he was trying to get an NFL team. And unbeknownst to me, after I did some reading on this, then commissioner of the NFL, Pete Rozelle, had told Trump that as long as he was alive, as long as he had anything to do with that NFL, his heirs had anything to do with that NFL, he said Trump would never own a football team in the NFL. And that was due to the fact that Rozelle, as well as the other owners in the league, they looked at Trump as being a shyster, you know, a con artist. They said he had no class. You know, this dude was pretty much a troublemaker, and nobody wanted anything to do with him. So because he basically couldn't join that elite club as he looked at it, this man inhaled, <laughs> you know, a 30-some-year vendetta, and it kind of sort of explains, you know, why he's pretty much going after not just the players in the league and using this whole thing about the flag, but his beef with the NFL going back to the 80s. Now, what I found interesting in reading this guy's article is that a lot of the things that led to the NFL collapsing, like three, they they only played for three years, like 82 to 85. And they were actually getting ready to go into their fourth year in 86 when Trump did something that just basically started the dominoes tumbling for that uh, fall. And in reading this guy's everything that he described, a lot of what this guy has described is drawing parallels 
to what Trump is doing now in the White House, you know, with vendettas against people and basically wanting to get back at certain individuals. This is stuff he did when he helped to collapse the uh, USFL. And I was like, damn. You would have thought that people, especially some of these NFL owners who contributed to his campaign, would have pretty much learned the lesson and been like, hey, this is a dude that collapsed a league that had the potential for probably being a good second league. The thing that killed them, uh, I don't know if you remember the story, not comedic, but the thing that killed them was that they, when they did their, when the USFL played their games, they played their games in the NFL's offseason. So they played in the spring and the summer. But when Trump got that team, he decided that he wanted to go up against the NFL and decided for the 86 season that they were going to do their games in the fall and winter to coincide with the NFL's uh, season. So then he convinced several of the owners to file like an antitrust lawsuit against the NFL. Now, <laughs> he they actually won this lawsuit. They won the lawsuit, but... <laughs> They were only awarded a dollar, which under antitrust laws tripled. So they won a a $3 lawsuit. And afterwards, the USFL, they went like 100, I believe, 65 million, you know, in debt. And that's why the league ultimately folded. But they were saying that it was because of Trump, you know, talking them into, you know, abandoning that spring-summer format they had and to challenge the NFL you know, since he wanted to try to, I guess, merge the two, uh, merge the two leagues, the USFL with the NFL, and of course the NFL wasn't having that, and that's what ultimately led to the demise of the USFL. And I'm like thinking, like, damn, you know, <laughs> everything that this guy was saying, and you can correlate it to stuff that's happening now in Trump's White House, is what he did to lead to the demise of the USFL. So you got to think, well, damn, you can pretty much see where the country is headed. Any thoughts, Joe? I mean, I remember the story and I remember what he did and I I, I won't make that correlation between, uh, you know, uh, like his, his, well, I didn't, I didn't, Basically, from what you said, it's a slight stretch. And I see what you're saying, but it's a slight stretch. But you already made a super basis for this manby-pamby shit that he's doing. If it's having an effect, and I'm sure it probably is having some effect, this whole big bad blood shit, that he, this little dance that he's doing around the whole sideline of the NFL, you know, pun intended, could very well be him getting back at them, but not letting them in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's like an instigator on the sideline, like, oh, you going to let them black people do that to you? Oh, oh, you going you gonna, to, like, keep with the picking, 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 because he's already rocking with, you know, the alt-right or whatever, whatever. He already got, he could stir the pot at any time. So this is just a perfect mm-hmm. storm for him to stir the pot. And at the end of the day, if you're doing or you're not doing it, you know, black people that's, that's that are not diehard fans, um, that are like, oh, you know what, I'm going to abstain. You got white people, like, you know, in, in a manner of speaking, I almost feel like in the same way that they're like, oh, we losing viewers, just so that they be like, oh, we're not losing viewers. You know, Jed 
Ted, Bobby, Bobby Joe, all of them got the fucking TVs on the porch four deep just so they got four screens on, even though that's not how Nielsen works. But you understand what I'm saying? So I'm just like, wow, maybe he's replacing the base. So with um, Jerry Jones drawing this line in the sand right now, it's going to be a super, super bitter pill. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a super bitter pill because you're turning. It's almost like when, um, you know, you had the one uh, owner that, that, that they, I guess, ultimately ran out of the NBA for the racist comment. You're putting alpha males against one of their biggest problems, which is ego. So, yeah, okay, so you're playing for quote-unquote America's team, looking like a bitch, how that's going to play? You know what I mean? Your, 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 your jewels are shiny, but how is that going to play? And when contract negotiation comes, do you go out saying that you spent the rest of your life Kind of sort of in a compromised position, or do you just be like, nah, you stab out? You know what I mean? Do you, do you do the Kyrie? What do you do? What do you do when? And you know the ill shit with him is, yo, Jerry Jones been bugging probably my whole entire life, my adult life. You know what I'm saying? He been bugging um, because he, he just he don't know how to stay in the box. And when I say in the box, his owner's box or take his ass home, just let people do his thing. He so opinionated, but he got so much dough. That pretty much he do what he want to do. And, you know, they make these little dynasty teams, and the people would like to play for him because, you know, it's a great thing, quote, unquote. But it's just, it's just so messy. And it's not going to go past this season. I'm not saying NFL won't go past this season, but it's, it, it, it's going to be a bad look. It's going to be a bad look. There's too many different places for people to go, and it's kind of funny. Like I'm just like I really, I have no, I have no care now. Again, I'm, I'm not the demographic. I'm almost a 50 year old male, right? You know what I'm saying? Because the one of the biggest things about everything they're fighting about is the fact that that little key piece is used as a um, recruitment piece for the military. That's what it's for. That's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't there before. Because they wasn't paying for it. So they're not going to give up that dough. They're going to keep doing that. Because, you know, young males, alpha males, ain't got nothing to do. You keep bombarding them with the uh, pictures of the ships and tell them they can go and see the world for, you know, six eighty-five an hour or whatever, whatever, and shoot up some people. It's attractive. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they ain't got nothing else going on. Because they're just taking, you know, the gladiator sport from the middle of America, you know, which is, is all poor people. Pence ain't sending his sons no fucking way. We know this, right? Trump ain't sending his sons no fucking way. We know this. Other than down to, you know, to, to the bathroom, get some fucking, you know, toilet paper. They ain't sending them nowhere to fight for nothing. But everybody that's in the propaganda machine is and are. And again, they're not, they're not swaying me. I'm not about to jump them in a Humvee and do shit. But it's not for me. So they don't give a fuck about watching or not. Hmm? So it's bugged out. For me, it's a game. For them, it's business, and for them, it's programming, and and that's what's at stake. And I don't know what's going to happen going forward, but we can say shit all day that, you know, they all sicked out and they all didn't come, but it it, it would collapse the entire fucking paradigm. It would be be like, uh, what's that, Keenan Reeves joint? It would be the replacements. (laughs) They fucking probably did that shit. Mm. Mm. But it's funny because what what did they strike over before, though? I know we had NFL strike before, correct? What 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 they fight for? 
The last time I think it was over a collective bargaining agreement. Okay. It was it was so, over it was over bargaining. Right. Which so is they, why they can, I wanna say change. why the uh NFL PA was uh why did um I can't say why it was formed because I want to say it was formed before that, but it it was a beef. It, it was definitely a beef about pay, if I if I remember correctly. Mhm. So, so they could stop the game for pay, but they can't stop the game for respect. And like I said, I get it because when you chasing stats, you trying to get your thirteen you know touchdowns in the year, and you sit out for four. For four months, you know that, that's a flash in time. That's like um, you know Muhammad Ali. You you could have had a, a much better career had you not been in jail. All these things could happen, you know, if if we wasn't trying to stand for something. But again, you know what I mean? Like I make X amount of pay period. These characters make X amount of pay period. So who am I to say? But it's just bugged out that that this whole shit is going down right now. I'm curious how it's going to play out completely. Well, one thing I don't know if you I don't know if you saw the video that uh, Shannon Sharp um, did him and Skip Bayless when they were doing their show. I want to say it was Monday or yesterday morning. Did you get a chance to catch it out? No, not yet. Actually, actually saw it because somebody sent it to me. But Sharp went in first. He had addressed uh, Pence's, you know, uh, little little trick, little uh, antic. Uh, going to the game knowing good and damn well he wasn't going there to watch the game. He was going there because Trump basically told him and, and uh, Sharp called it out. But he was saying that whole thing that Jerry Jones taking that knee, he said if y'all thought that Jerry was doing that for the players, he said y'all are mistaken. He said Jerry did that for himself to show his players or make his players believe that he was in alliance with them. He's like, Jerry don't give a fuck about them players because you could tell it wasn't a week after he, you know, did that little false show of, of unity right before the anthem was played because you saw they all stood for the anthem. He did it like right, what, a second or two before they started the anthem. But he was saying that, you know, he turned right around and said, look, ain't none of my players kneeling. Y'all kneel, y'all don't play. So, you know, they're right now, they were saying, and, and it actually came out a little while ago that Goodell decided with uh, the brother, um, uh, what's his name, Damari Smith, who is the, um, you know, executive director of the uh, NFL Players Association, said that they're going to have a uh, meeting next week in New York, I think like Tuesday and Wednesday, to try to address the anthem issue in a civil and constructive way. You know, Trump was quick to tweet, I think, today or yesterday that, yeah, finally, you know, on Goodell, he was going off Goodell's statement that the league is going to make the players stand for the anthem. And the NFL, Goodell and them was quick to correct that and say, nope, we didn't say that. We said we're going to have a meeting to address it so we can move beyond it. Now, Sharp made a good point. He said, you know, they can sit up there, and that's one of the things I think the NFL Players Association is waiting on if the likes of Jerry Jones and others, if they try to sit up there and mandate that players have to stand, then the uh, NFLPA, they can actually file a lawsuit for that. Because they was like, they can't, he's like, you think about it, this is one of the reasons that they took prayer and doing the Pledge of Allegiance out of schools because everybody 
is not, you know, a Christian or, you know, everybody. You can't, there's no law in this country that states that you have to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And they said they can actually challenge that. So the NFL, I don't think they really want to create that that problem for themselves. And then it go into something like what Comedic said, another, uh, you know, uh, uh, shortened season or, or shut out of the league because that's going to cost them money over something that it shouldn't have to come to this point. And like McCain said back in 2015, this is paid patriotism. They're not doing it for love of country per se. They're doing it because the Department of Defense started paying them all the way back to 2009, but it didn't become uh, public knowledge to like 2015 when they saw how much the country was actually paying them for this show of uh, patriotism. Otherwise, the NFL wouldn't have had ish to do with it. They were paying them roughly $10 million a year for them to have this display of patriotism in the games. So, like I said, man, I think it's going <laughs> if they try to, if the league does try to do what I think Adam Silver said is already implemented in their policy that NBA players have to stand for the national anthem. If the NFL tries to do something similar, I don't think it's going to bode well for them, just my say. But even if they do, and then Sharp also pointed this out, a lot of those guys aren't going to sit up there and, and really take the stand and jeopardize their careers the way Kaepernick did because, you know, you got a lot of young cats in the league. And most of them are thinking for self or the ones with families like, yo, I got to feed my family. If I don't play, then my family don't eat, whatever, whatever, whatever. So they'll just go along and comply with it, do what they got to do, and then get out there, play, make their money. And it won't become an issue to one to them or one of them like it did with Michael Bennett until they become a victim of it or some one of their loved ones become a victim of it then they really going to want to take a stand and have people, you know, join them and, and you know, making an issue out of it. What's your thoughts, El? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, like it's, it's corny to me the, the extent that is being gone to, um, over these acts of of um, protest, you know what I'm saying, and the whole reason why it initially started, or the, the whole um, the subject matter that that that, that initially that, that 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 brought a lot of this to bear is not being addressed. Like it's this whole shit that's going on. Like everybody's worried about now. You you now you now you trying to fire niggas. You know what I'm saying? For 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 protesting. You know what I'm saying? That ain't got nothing to do with coming to practice. They got nothing to do with, with, with playing the game. But taking the knee. You know what I'm saying? over a period of time that you're being paid for anyway. Like, you're being paid for this anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like it's authentic. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, you know, there's 
excuse me, it's not like there's owners, you know what I'm saying, whose sons were servicemen. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're owners that were servicemen. It's not like that that's what it was built on. No, it's another promotional and advertisement stunt. You know what I'm saying? We got one dude that was in the that we got one dude in the league from the Steelers that was that was in the service. And then um another one that passed, but he, he got you know what I'm saying, he got murked over friendly fire, which I, I think is kind of retarded. But, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you don't even believe in this shit. So how the fuck you going to chastise, you know what I'm saying, and penalize niggas for not believing in shit that you don't even believe in your damn self? And the only reason why you give, like, like you only giving a stunt because you're getting, you know what I'm saying, because you're getting, you know, negative feedback from it, from, you know what I'm saying, from, 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 you know, from your viewers or, or, or people that, that, that support those different franchises. You know what I'm saying? Like, you initially don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And that's what goes harder to it. And, it, and it's, it's crazy because it, it just goes into into the just the, the psyche of white supremacies and white motherfuckers, period. You know, like, y'all niggas is crazy. That y'all really believe the dream that y'all in. That y'all so gassed on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like like even the even even the you know, they say the founding fathers and the and the ideals that this country was with that, that this country was, was built on. You couldn't do what you wanted to do in your own country, so you went to do it to, you went and did it to somebody and somebody else's. And you justified yourself in that. That's the idea that this shit was bent that that that, that this country was bent, built on. Mm-hmm. You couldn't express yourself religiously. You couldn't live how you want to. You couldn't you 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 couldn't without paying taxes to the to the to to to, to your king without 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 having your own uh, uh, religious freedoms. You couldn't do that in your own country. And so you came and you did it in somebody else's. And they didn't want you here. So you took them off the face of the earth. Or as much as you could. And then because it was because you because you weren't a native, because you were foreign and because you didn't know the land and they wouldn't teach you the land, you learned as much as you could and then you knocked them off and then you went and grabbed other people from other countries to work the land that you couldn't do yourself. And that's what this country is founded on. Yep. But still, years later, the fabric <laughs> that this flag is, you know what I'm saying, that this flag is woven in, you know what I'm saying, is utterly disrespectful to every person of color in this country. But that's what you want to stand on. Or if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for this flag or if it wasn't for the ideals of this flag or if it wasn't for the ideals of this country that this flag was born in, then you wouldn't have the opportunities that you wouldn't have the opportunities that you have. Motherfucker, if it wasn't for this flag, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. So all of this shit is bullshit. So if y'all want to shut the league down, shut it down. 
I want to see. I want to. I want to see you run the forty. Come out the box and stand and and, and and run the forty. You know what I'm saying? I want to. I want to. I want to see you run a route. I want to see you plug a hole. I want to see you throw a ball. You know what I'm saying? Kick a field goal or some shit. Go ahead. Cause, cause without no product, it ain't no, it ain't, it ain't no, it ain't no consumer. And your viewership is already going down anyway. It's been declining over the last four years, if not more. You know what I'm saying? So, do do what you do do what you're going to do. Cause if you, cause if you not penalize these dudes, if you're not penalizing now, cause it's not before the fact. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, it's not before the fact. It's after. Now after. You know what I'm saying? Now all of a sudden you want to, you know what I'm saying, you want to, you know, put it in the people's contracts or, you know what I'm saying, put it into your, into your bylaws with that and the third, so that you can keep that money that's coming in. That's what you want it for. That's what you want it for. You want to keep that, you want, you want to keep that viewership, you know what I'm saying, to, 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 a, to a certain number and, and, and you want to keep, you know what I'm saying, you want to keep that, you want to keep that fed check rolling. Well, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But if, but, but if, but if that's the case, we, we know that it's just another example of what the fuck niggas are taking a knee for anyway. Yep. So because so 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 because I express myself and I say, Master, we don't like this shit. Nigga do it. Let me say, nigga do it, or 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 else. What you mean? I thought we were all supposed to be free out this bitch. Now it's nigga do it or else. All right, I got you. I got your logic. You know what I'm saying? In the same way that Trump, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, it's just, we know Bush had money. We know the Kennedys had money. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, at least, at least Bush, you know, was like almost like an idiot savant. W. At least he was like an idiot savant almost. You know what I'm saying? We knew he, to an extent, he was a puppet. Yeah, I mean, we knew he was there to finish his father's business. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't expect too, too much out of him. Yeah, you know I mean, we know, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 we know his agenda was, was, was political, but it was private and it was, you know what I'm saying? It was a private interest. You know what I'm saying? We knew that. This dude is like, I don't know, like, like I, like I, yo, it, if if you don't know that that white supremacy and that and that racism and that and that master slave mentality is not real, you know what I'm saying, and not fluent and 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 revitalized in this country, then you're not paying attention to this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like like we call let me say we call it like he acts stupid, you know what I'm saying, to everybody that's not, you know, well, that's that's not, you know, I won't say educated or politically correct, but to to, to almost to that extent, like you like, what the fuck, like like the fuck are you doing? Are you still, nigga? Are you are you still? You know what I'm saying? Are you you? His attitude, his mindset is like he's still like 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 he's still in slavery, like he's still a master on a plantation. But to him and his lifestyle and what he's done, that that ideology, that thinking hasn't changed. That type of thinking has not changed. And that's all you've seen. All you've seen is that on the forefront. 
You just seeing that on TV and in your face every day. That's all it is. So when niggas is bugging out, like, damn, this nigga really stupid. Or homo, yeah, he really bugging. Or damn, why is homo, you know what I'm saying? He's just saying the dumbest shit that come, out of, that come out of his mouth. That's how they really feel. That's how they act. Don't nothing really touch you because you, you, you're that 1%. You got bread to buffer you on all sides. So you don't really get it. You don't get in trouble for grabbing nobody by the pussy. You don't get it. You 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 don't you don't get in trouble for telling the you know saying the, for for telling the director the FBI to you know saying to hold you down or you know what I'm saying like you don't get in trouble for that because that's that's what you do. That's what your daddy did. That's what his daddy did. He ain't never had to, he ain't never had to touch nothing real. You know what I'm saying? Of course he uh, of course he's had. You know, he, he talked to people crazy. He talked to people of color crazy. He talked to people that, that, that work for him crazy. He do, you know what I'm saying? He, you know what I'm saying? He hopped from, you know, from business deal to business deal. Because that's what his people did. And that's all you seeing. Of course he doesn't have, of course he's not in touch with America. You know what I'm saying? Look at home. <laughs> and if you expect anything different, you're insane. So we either gotta wait for yeah, anybody, anybody who listened to Trump talk from when he was running or leasing his name out to casinos and other buildings, you know this man was full of BS, man. That's how I don't see how he got elected to the White House. But then again, you know, hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I ain't even gonna say what I want to say. This is what it is. <laughs> No, but but I'm saying like, but that's but that's but 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 that's what it is. You seen it? You seen it when home was when, when he was having rallies and people were speaking up at his rallies. You know what I'm saying? Interrupting his rallies, like, hey, wouldn't you just like to beat that nigga up and kick him the fuck out of here? That's what he wanted to say. Is that punch? You saw one punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beat him up. Kick him out happened, the back door. Kick him in the rain with no coat. I want to say that was the one that happened here in North Carolina where the white dude punched the black uh, guy in the face as they as they were leaving yeah. the uh, rally. Yeah, and he yeah. stayed on the stairwell. He stayed on the stairwell because somebody stopped him. He confused his shit. Like, how you co-sign on this? And then security grabbed him. Like, fuck, that nigga hit me. He assaulted me, but you grabbed me. Are you bugging? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're letting you know verbally what they what they've been feeling since. The only thing that makes me feel a little bit better is at least you saying something. At least I know what it is now. Without you, let me say, because at least racism for for a long time to an extent was politically was politically correct and covert. You know what I'm saying? They had to be passive aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Ever since it was a, uh, uh, um, oh gosh, what did what did they call it? What, what did they call the policy? Um, uh, damn, I can't think of it. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Just like what, just like a, a while ago, we was talking about we was talking about one of the one of the uh, the, the, the 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 executives for the for the uh, for the NRA, and he said some racist shit. But he old as hell, and then he racist as hell because that's how he lives. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not surprised because we see elements of it day to day. But at the same token, it's as real, it's palpable, it's malleable. You can, you can say, you can, you can, you can touch it and feel it. You know what I'm saying? So I know what I'm dealing with. Now we know the true, now we know what the true enemy is. 
the, 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 the thing is, is that when a we, you know what I'm saying, see it, stop being surprised by the shit, you know what I'm saying, and then respond accordingly. Yo, um, there's another piece of uh, NFL news. I read this last week, and I just thought this was, was kind of odd, and maybe you guys can help me understand. <laughs> but there was a story that said now that the NFL was on the, uh, the commercial airlines were dropping eight NFL teams, and a total of 20 teams stood to not have uh, charters um, to get to their games. And, then, you know, the first when I first saw the headline, I was thinking they jumping in on this anthem protest too. But it turns out that the league doesn't own planes to fly their players. They actually uh, charter um, they charter flights with commercial airlines like United, Delta, American, whatever. And the airlines were saying that they can make more money flying those same planes commercially than just, you know, chartering to these NFL teams. So they decided to drop the teams and uh, teams and players scrambling to try to get uh, smaller charters, um, you know, alternative charters uh, with smaller airlines to fly their players. Now, if I'm correct, the NBA probably needs or these guys own, you know, planes for their teams. Why is it that the NFL owners don't have planes for their teams? Why are they chartering flights to allow a situation like this to happen where the commercial airlines are like, we're no longer, you know, chartering flights for your players? I don't get that. Because they're cheap. <laughs> is, that, is that what it is, Comedic? The owners are just flat-out cheap. They cheap. It's cost effective. More money in their pocket. To be honest, like I just really don't know because I don't know, you know, what you're saying to be, you know, true. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I don't know why that would be. It doesn't make sense, but but maybe it is, you know. Because I'm like, what, what are we really doing when when we got them like that? Do we are we? Um, how, how can we put this? Because like I said, what, what you're saying don't make no sense. You got 15, All right, this was, this was reported. This was actually reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter last week. Like I said, I stopped watching ESPN, but I saw it uh, come up to a news source where they said that American Airlines dropped the Dolphins, the Steelers, the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Colts, and the Jaguars, and United Airlines dropped the Bills and the Lions. It said that those teams are now scrambling to find alternative charters, often with smaller airlines, which include Atlas and Omni Air International, which gives which they usually give priority to military charters. It says that the Bills had to fly to Atlanta on two NBA owned planes by Delta. It said that um the reason given for the suspension of service is that the airline lacks the machinery to do the job. But what they're essentially saying is is that most of the teams, if not all the teams, their own they don't have their own planes to fly these players, you know, to these games, they gotta go from one city to the next. 
So they were actually booking them on charter flights with these uh, major airlines. Now, now, I heard the reading of it the first time. I'm just saying that it seemed a little bit ludicrous, but, and I was like, why would they think that they would make more money, um, you know, doing it privately? Or, yeah, I guess, you know, just commercially. And then I was saying to myself, okay, uh, cats on the team is 60 well, 50, 50 some of them plus the fucking staff. I mean, yeah, you could pretty much fill a damn team. Uh, on, you could fill a whole plane up on the team, and if they in here trying to cut a deal, yeah, because you know what I'm saying? Because you know they're not going to pay. They're not paying motherfucking retail. They're not, you know what I'm saying? That's not going to happen. So maybe they got a valid point. But then, like you said, at the end of the damn day, when T.D. Jackson get his own plane or, you know, you know, Reverend Billy Bob, you know, smack a Bible can get a plane, why they can't get a plane? That's, that's, what, I, that's what I'm trying to understand. Cuban owns, what, a couple of planes, you know, for his team. I think pretty much every NBA team uh, owner owns planes for their teams to get their players to games. So I don't. That's why I say I don't get why the NFL, one of the richest sports franchises, period, where these owners are generating billions of dollars a year annually, can't afford to buy a plane or two for their players. <laughs> just, that just that sounds ridiculous to me. Or it's not that they can't, it's that they won't. And that, that, that goes to, that's what I was going to say, that goes to L point, that they really don't give a damn about their players. <laughs> like, yo, y'all, y'all need to go find you know, your own way. Because you, 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 know, you know damn well um, Robert Kraft ain't, 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 flying, uh, ain't, ain't, ain't flying commercial. Uh, uh, Khan ain't, ain't, ain't flying commercial. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, and it I might even be dope. Was... Like, like, like a team plane might actually be dope, right? To see the team plane kind of lift off, that would actually kind of be dope. You know what I'm saying, like, if you decorated the team plane with the team colors, and that would actually kind of be hype. They might need to do that. Cuban didn't do that with uh, his team's planes. That sounds like something. Cuban uh, would have did or done. No, I don't think so. It would be fly, though. It would be fly. It would be fly to have, like, a a little, you know, DC-10 or, like, an Airbus or something. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, 757, you know what I'm saying? One of them things with them big boys. You know what I mean? With the whole logo. Big NFL patch on the side. That'd be hard. You know what I mean? Air Ravens. Right. Air Bengals. You know what I mean? That'd be kind of dope. All right. So, what, before we go to a break, one last uh, bit of NFL story because we didn't, uh, I don't think we discussed this last week. Cam Newton. Dick, it, was, was that really serious for for them to come after that brother and said that he was uh, disrespectful to this journalist by saying it was funny to hear a female talk about route. Did you find that disrespectful or, or I mean, it might have been a little bit, you know, not not the right thing to say at the moment, but 
disrespectful? You feel that was disrespectful, uh, L? I mean, no. Listen, I think I, 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 I think he got really extra scrutinized, and because he's such a to an extent a polarizing figure, yeah, you know I'm saying it was an opportunity to take a stab at home. Um, but uh, the 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 comment in and of itself, I don't, I, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't, it was it was offhand, and I don't think it was like you know like like misogynist in any way. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. Like you know what I'm saying? Like especially if you don't play ball. That's how I took it in, and a lot of female friends of mine who also chimed in on it, they said the same thing. It's like, okay, yeah, you get reporters that will ask questions, you know, about, okay, did you feel like, you know, you played your best game or that you, you know, could have did better. You know, basic questions, but to come at it and talk about passing routes, that's not something, granted, we're not saying that women – or even female reporters don't know the sport to sit up there and mention passing routes or slants or whatever in an interview. But as an athlete, and you probably don't get that from a female interviewer, you would think that's, you know, okay. That To me, the way he that's said funny. it that's felt new. like it was that, like, a solution. Yeah. To me, it almost felt like he was paying her a, a lopsided compliment, like, wow, you're asking me about routes. Like, that's not something you would expect to hear from a female reporter. I get it, but then I thought they just went a little too hard at Cam uh, for that. What's your thoughts, Comedic? Did you uh, get a chance to uh, hear that controversy with Cam in that statement? I read the controversy. I haven't heard it, so I don't know what the context was, so I really don't care. And she flipped back, has skeletons in her closet, and he flipped back. I think today or yesterday, I guess it was yesterday, and, you know, quote-unquote framed it the way it was, quote-unquote, supposed to be framed after he done lost a couple of endorsements. So uh, it, it's a really funny, funky game when you stand in front of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm almost – you almost to a place or to a point where it's like you don't want to be quoted because you can be baited, and if you bait it, then, you know, there's so much to lose. You know what I'm saying? So the cool shit is is if if you one of them kind of asshole motherfuckers, which I don't I won't say that's not what I'm saying that she was, but if you ask me an ill question the wrong fucking way, you gonna get the damn, you know, beast most there. Like really do, like this is what you're gonna keep asking, you know what I'm saying? You know, and I and I've seen characters fly hot when they want a, a question answered that either A doesn't make sense, B is slightly inappropriate due to time or is redundant because you you wouldn't answer Joe. So Bob says, well, I'm ass. Or Mark says, I'm ass. He, he can't divert. He's he not going to not say, you know, whatever, whatever to all of us. B, I'm not answering that question. Yeah? So I'm going to keep it moving. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, and then everybody take offense. Everybody jump up in arms. Everybody. Alien with polka dots. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers got everything to say. They be like, yo, you marginalizing brothers that's three feet high and rising. What? Oh, you marginalizing 
you know what I'm saying, this group of people, you marginalize them. No, he, he was just like, yo, it seemed kind of funny. What the fuck? Like, he, he, he finds it odd. Yeah. Finds it odd that it's now, you know what I'm saying, sportscasters asking questions, asking you, know, okay, so what the fuck can we do? You know what I'm but, and then he turned around and said, he said, period, he found it odd, but even though he did say it from the female side, I really don't care. I just want him to stop wearing that cozy he went. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll just come some slack and come through with shit. He's going to be on Esquire shit, calling goddamn plays on the fucking runway in Milan. As you can see here, Francois is wearing the triple pleated blazer. And look at him on run that route as he slides on the runway. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm like, I, I, I don't. It's so crazy. Everybody's at eyes. That's why it, it, it just poisoned me, and I just don't want to hear it no more. Because, I, check it out. Well, because I'm, I'm, because I'm banned, I don't know. But how do you even win it? You know what I'm saying? He's still slumping in them in them expensive threads, looking like a goddamn uh, extra on Gotham and shit. He's still fucking what is going on with him on the field? I don't care. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? It's crazy. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. So I like say I don't know where him and uh, Westbrook be on board with that. <laughs> With their fashion sense, but hey, you know that it works for them. You know, hey, that's what it is. That's what that is. Yo, <laughs> take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna uh, get into some more topics. As I said, we're gonna get into this uh, this uh, Afro Caribbean vibe. This is actually a um, Puerto Rican artist, yo. This was actually kind of chill. It's called Shells Prospect Park by William Cepeda. Yo, y'all get into this. We'll be back in 3.5 with more discussions on the cipher. Thank you. 
No, like, and niggas are supposed to, like, we supposed to, like, co-sign on that. Like, we supposed to believe that when you get hit with a bullshit charge like that. Like, what the fuck is that? Unlawful wounding? Nigga, that's assault. What kind of dumbass charge is that? That's what that's what uh, Charlottesville Police Department. That was the warrant that they issued for the arrest of this uh, young man. They said the lawyer said that you know he told the uh, I guess the newspaper there that the charge was clearly retaliatory was a clearly retaliatory effort by white supremacists after Harris used social media to help identify you know the suspects in his beating. So what he was saying is that. This is retaliatory by the white supremacists against uh, Mr. Harris because they were able to identify these people. So they said the lawyer said that his client would turn himself in within 24 hours. Said the warrant was issued two days after the white supremacists held a follow-up rally this past weekend. So they just issued this warrant because they just had a rally this past weekend, so they just issued this warrant like Monday or Tuesday. Dude, if that's not the craziest ish. A man got beat almost within an inch of his life, and are you going to arrest him or issue a warrant for his arrest because of the word of Probably somebody who was in on the beating. <laughs> I mean, just dude, Yo, that's, that's that, crazy. That's, that's that's the shit. That's the shit we got to deal with, though. That's the shit we got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always it's, it's always a hook, yo. It's always a hook. It's always a loop somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And and every time you think, well, it's, it's never a fair fight. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You always you you always fighting with. You know what I'm saying? With one leg up and a hand tied behind your back and you turn backwards and you wonder why you you you, you wonder why, you know what I'm saying? Why we don't give a fuck. Or why why we acting and why we say the things that we say. Yeah. So, you know what I'm ah. saying? Like you punch me in my face and then ask me why my eye hurts. And then feel some type when I say, you know what I'm saying, like, when I fuck you up because my eye hurt because you punched me in it. No. Oh, here we go. You got any response on that one, Comedic? Nah. Yeah. That's it, boys. Always, always something. Oh yeah, yo. Tell me your man isn't doing it up. Uh Chadwick Chadwick Bozeman, you know your boy played Black Panther. There's a movie coming out yo, this Friday. Is, is that like it, the only thing in his contract is like like I'm just going I'm I'm just doing black biopics right now. Like I'm not doing nothing else. <laughs> I'm just saying, is he is he like is he like this generation's uh, Denzel? I mean, because clearly he's getting some some pretty uh, juicy roles. You go from you go from uh, Jackie Robinson to James Brown. Now, uh, granted, 
right. comic book character, but still iconic nonetheless. Black Panther to now playing. Uh, no, that was when he when he did Black Panther. That was him saying he didn't want to be typecast. <laughs> was him saying he didn't I want to be typecast? I yeah, I don't want to be typecast. I can do black superheroes too. <laughs> so now playing Third Good Marshall in uh, the Marshall movie coming out this weekend. So, hey, I said the brothers, the brothers doing it up, man. You, you can't knock us hustling. Like I said, I saw both Forty Two and the James Brown story, and brother can't act so. I look at him, I guess this is, uh, you know, Millennials, um, Denzel. So, mad props to that brother. Actually looking forward to seeing that one also this weekend. Hopefully I can get out there and check it out. Alright, so let's get to this, um, this, uh, Eminem thing because... I saw some people, man, that that really. I just don't know, man. I, <laughs> I just don't know. Sometimes with some people, I don't know if they just don't like the fact that Eminem is, you know, this white cat, you know, with skills, and you know, just want to <laughs> label him as a cultural, you know, appropriator or misappropriator. But it just baffles me, man, that the number of people that just came out, and I saw this on social media. Criticizing him for this, yo. Talking about, you know, if you know it was a black artist, say Kendrick, or or you know one of these other J Cole, one of these other talented, you know, rap artists who did something similar, that the coverage or the press wouldn't have been the same. Uh, I mean, I don't. That's our opinion. And you can scroll down any, open any set of things, and you're going to see opinions. So I don't know that to be the case or not the case. I don't know if it was a freestyle, which he's known to do. He's very quick with it. Um, it seemed to be quite random, or it could have been theatrics, because not only is he a great freestyler, but he's a great, uh, might as well say, spoken word artist. You know what I mean? And, and you've seen spoken word word artists get wound up like that. <clears throat> it seemed like he had some thoughts, um, some that fizzled, and then he, he and, and you know, the two of us have been, um, you know, clearly you a little further than myself, or a lot further than myself, but the, the both of us have been, you know, because it was the art of our time, rappers, you could do it off the dome because you're thinking ahead as you're already doing it, and then it just sits in nicely. So I'm not saying that it didn't happen right then. And even if it didn't, it it, it was very fervent. So I didn't post what's the quote-unquote rebuttal, but I posted, you know, uh, uh, a dude rapping, which I post a lot of cats, you know, saying spitting. Um, uh, shit, the 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 latest, well, what's the, I won't say the latest, but uh, a clip that's going around now is uh, Black Thought and Meth um, on Sway Show. Thought mm-hmm. as usual, I, I, and I won't say that he made it right there, but it, he he had no written materials. Where as Meth said, I'm coming out my phone. You know what I mean? Which was no fucking problem, but still, nonetheless, did. Is a myriad of incredible lyricists, which lyricists of which M is one. Say what the fuck you want to say. Color no eyes, 
clothes? No. Backpack wrappers or, you know what I'm saying, backpack.com, a show, all these cats from the West Coast, a myriad of colored people and a myriad of a whole bunch of chubby white dudes with beards that some can spit, some can spit considerably better, and some some as beasts. Um, I thought it was a powerful-ass piece. Again, you know, just like when I posted that quarter before, niggas going to say heads, other motherfuckers going to say tails. Some characters going to be like Edge. So fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their opinion. I thought it was fire. You know what I mean? This is the best thing you ever did? No, but in the random in the random in the moment, the shit was iconic and you could play that joint in twenty years and it'd still be fire. And if you've noticed, it wasn't no immediate rebuttal. Hmm? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? T- Twitter uh uh Trump didn't wipe his ass and start his Twitter fingers popping. Yeah, I mean, he could say some shit tomorrow. He could say whatever the fuck you want to say, but the shit in he kind of sort of took out his hands because what he said was, basically, if you down with me and you down with that, basically, fuck you. Okay, let's see. That, who, that was to me. That fuck? was the line of the whole shit right there for me. That was the line of the whole shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the fire because the whole the the, the freaky freaky shit is is characters of your ilk. Mm-hmm. Mean to say, aka anti-melanated rap listeners, you want to feel a certain kind of way, you want to be a certain kind of way, but you want to jump in and you want to jump out. And he basically was like, "Yo, get the fuck out of here with that shit," which which is an interesting paradigm in his whole self. It turns his whole self on his ear. Now, if fucking uh, Lamar says his shit, you know, you know what I'm saying. Loving him is complicated. I love Lamar. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, and, and Rock, say some shit. But you know what? Uh, and and there would be my there would be my 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 stick in my mouth. There would be my comma. I haven't seen a performance that was that much smack in the fucking face since Lamar came out on that stage. I don't know what does MTV Awards off a of slave ship and some chains with the nappy head and the Afro pick like. Oh, shit, right here? Right here, you going to do that? Right, you know what I'm saying? But And even that wasn't feces in your mouth, fingers up, fuck you if you down with this bullshit, right? His joint has been crafted with George Clinton, um, uh, uh, Common, his mentors, everything was beautiful and precise, and this guy seemingly pacing on a fucking uh, 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 parking garage just spoke some shit from his heart, and it was just disgusting forever. So, I mean, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I, we ain't even, we ain't even, come on, B. Ain't nobody busting our door down, you know what I'm saying, sponsoring our shit. So who, who, I, who listening? Raise me up. You, look, my shit is everywhere. Google my shit. If you want to hit me in the head and say what you feel, but guess what? Crickets all day, because who's listening? Nobody give a fuck about us. You got more power over there cap locking on, on, on your iPhone you know what I'm saying, than I do, just because you're putting your two cents on some viral fucking post, your your opinion is worth more than me because you really don't care about what I'm saying. And in the, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, what you're saying don't, doesn't matter either. So y'all can fight that shit out all day. Was that an epic piece of art? Yes. Was it poetic? Yes. Was it beast? Yes. <laughs> is it high 90s out of 100? Sure it is. 94 Metacritics. Let's give it that. You know what I mean? Um, and, and guess what? That would still be my opinion. Any four other motherfuckers be like, oh, you, you wasn't saying shit. That don't touch four, four, four. Uh, 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 fucking fifty cent to blow him out, or, or 
MC Shiny Chain I never heard of before is better than him. Mm, maybe. Who knows? Right? Because it's all opinion. I like mm-hmm. it. Oh, I loved it. And and like you said, being a former lyricist, I sat up there and I watched it probably back-to-back a couple of times because one thing I've always loved about him, when you listen to his stuff, whether it's stuff he did on the mixtape, stuff that, you know, he seemingly freestyled, the stuff that he wrote, you know, as a lyricist, you can almost tell when somebody's freestyling. If the shit sounds a little too structured, then, and especially if it's flowing like continuous nonstop, nine out of ten times, that's not a freestyle. If you noticed in that piece, he paused a number of times. And as as somebody who, you know, really feels what they write, you could tell he was sitting there, like you said, this could have been stuff, all stuff that he had on his mind, but because he's been doing this for so long, he already knows his construct, how he's going to come out and say stuff. Yeah, I'd give that 100% a freaking freestyle for the fact that he sat there, it wasn't a continuous flow. He stopped it. Matter of fact, you can more or less say it was a spoken word piece, but he stopped. He came with intervals for like several seconds at a time before he came back. And as, you know, someone who constantly is rhyming, whether you're writing or you're conjuring this shit up in your head, that's relatively easy for someone who does it as much as he does. So, yeah, that that was straight fire. And I was a bit vexed when I saw people, you know, going in like, you know, I get tired of y'all annoying him like he's some freaking savior of rap music or that he's the GOAT. And again, like, listen, nobody ever said M was the GOAT. At least I never said that. I said dude is a beast. And ethnicity aside, lyrically is not too many cats that can mess with him, especially not in no battle arena. So, you know, take it for what it is. Get a man his props and his respect. You know, like I said, you could hear, you could hear the venom and the hatred that dude had in his voice every time he paused, came back to come. This was something that he sat back had been weighing on his mind for a hot minute. So... Like I said, to me, that, that you know, that's classic M. If you a fan, like I said, I've been a fan of dude for 20 years since Slim Shady LP came out in 97. I've been a fan of his from day one. So I was, you know, anything that he came out and said, whether it was against Trump or anybody, I'm always ready to hear it because I like how he constructs and flows with his shit. So, dude, you can't, you can't knock that. I'm sorry, you... For the people I saw on social media going in talking about, you know, fuck Eminem, you know, if he wasn't, you know, who he was, if he wasn't white, you know, Cash, you got him all on NBC, ABC, all talking about his Trump this at the BET Awards, and, you know, if that had been such and such, y'all wouldn't have, the news media wouldn't have, and you know what, they're probably right to a degree, because that's how the media is, the media has their bias, we all know this. But don't knock that man for his talent. And like I said, that was something that he felt. You could hear it in his voice. With every enunciation of a word that came out, you could hear it. That was frustration. That was anger. That was pissed off. You could hear that shit. And I loved every second of it, all four minutes and 33 seconds of it. Yo, L, what's your thoughts, fam? It was a temper tantrum. 
<laughs> For real, that was a temper tantrum. It was a temper tantrum. Like, <laughs> jumping up and down and stomping and shit and screaming. Like, nigga. Like, it wasn't so much of a freestyle as it was, you know what I'm saying? Like a spoken word piece, like you said. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he really had to slow it down. But, yeah, you was hype. You was spitting some shit. But it was a temp, it was a temper tantrum. You know what I'm saying? That's what I looked at it as. And because it's him, they let him go off. You know what I mean? Like, yo, like, on some real shit? Like, ain't everybody hyped the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, some people's like, oh, I'm glad he stayed. Well, you know that anybody else would have said it. Nobody would have gave a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, on some real shit. Like, we all, like, like had we, had we, had, had, had somebody else, had it been an artist of color, right? Had it been, had it been a, 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 a black thought, had it been a Jay-Z, had it been a, you know, had it been a, 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 a Karis one, had it, had it been anybody, anybody that had, had said the same thing. You know what I'm saying? That 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 has spoken it even so much the same way. It had been niggas complaining. Oh, it's another wealthy rapper complaining. Being anti-American, being you know what I'm saying, being having saying and you know saying having making anti-Semitic comments and you know what I'm saying being militant or some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what it that's what it been, that's what it would have been. You know what I mean? But because it's M. You got niggas that's going to dick ride because it's him. You know what I'm saying? And then you got people that's going to hate because it's him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, people, people have been Trump hating on him. Trump don't watch him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, seen, I've seen the hate since dude came out album after album, single after single, calling him just another overrated white boy. You know, yeah, I, I've seen all of that. But like I said, truth be told, talent is talent, and the dude had it in spades. I mean, like, oh, oh, no. like, it, it's only, I don't know, it, the, the scope is only on it because it's M, you know what I'm saying, and because of, because of what he's saying, you know what I mean, so, it's not like A is untrue or B, like that doesn't even said before, you know what I mean, but, again, because it's M, ain't nobody, like, you act like something about to change. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Trump gonna act different. Trump don't watch fucking hey, BET. Hey, we know ain't nothing gonna change. Hell, Trump, what? Wasn't it last week or week before he sat up there and criticized the show Blackish, talking about why we got a show called Blackish, <laughs> talking about the show was racial. So, I mean, yeah, we, we already know it's Yo, not gonna change. that's the whole point. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. How black people, you know what I'm saying, how we act in white society, nigga. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. Would you been would you be more comfortable if we called it nigger ish, motherfucker? Like the fuck, yeah, like, like cut the shit, yeah. cut the shit. Wow. All right, there it is. There it is. According to Ed. let me let me like like you like if you so like like if you give a fuck so much and you give a fuck so hard. You know what I'm saying? What are you what are you doing in, what are you what are you doing in your in your city? You know what I'm saying? What what are you doing in your in, in your hood where you came from? You know what I'm saying? The 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 help the help revitalize your community. 
You know what I'm saying? If you, doing if, a whole if you, lot. We you don't know. Just like, just like, uh, and, and that's what I'm like, saying. Like and, 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 and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying, what are you doing? What, 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 what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, 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 on the, on the, on the matter as a whole, you, you could charge me as much as you can, as much as you want to about. My feelings and my opinions, let me say, socially, politically, but you know what I'm saying. But but you know what I'm saying. But at the same token, if you white on any level, yeah, you know I mean, on on many on any level, middle class, upper class, one percent, you know what I'm saying. Like fuck out of here. Like you get to go ahead, you get to pass on every level. Fuck out of here. I'm gonna fuck what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying. Don't tell me about the struggle. Don't tell me about everything is supposed to be okay. Don't give me that 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 rainbow coalition that cut. You know what I'm saying that we all human bullshit. We don't. I don't give a fuck about none of that, nigga. Unless you sacrificing your privilege and you sacrificing your your your, your placement, your, your your place in society to help others get ahead or to help to help others get. You know what I'm saying equal and, and fair treatment. You know what I'm saying with 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 no uh um with with with, with no regret. And with no budget all, you know what I'm saying? And without having to tell niggas, you know what I'm saying, I did this for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not hearing you. I'm gonna fuck what you're talking about. I'm gonna fuck what you're talking about. I'm good on that. Fuck all that American way bullshit. Nigga, like fuck out of here with that. Mm. But the shit was hard right. though. Like it was it was it was fun to watch. <laughs> After all that you gonna give me this prop saying it did go hard, huh? <laughs>
Ven conmigo, yo te invito y lo vamos a guarachar. 
Yes, that was Sunlight Square with Power Wawacha. Yo, what was that? Uh, Musica de UB, right, Comedic? Correct. Yeah, so. Nice little uh, Afro Caribbean track there. Like I said, from a band from way across the Atlantic, led by an Italian composer. But, yeah, like I said, they're doing their thing. I actually heard uh, a couple tracks by them. They did a cover of a um, Stevie track. I can't remember which one it was. That was actually pretty tight. <clears throat> All right, so as I was um, saying while we were in the green room, I uh, started watching this series. I don't know if you guys um, watched it yet. And I need to stop doing that watching series when I haven't finished about a dozen other series that I started and finished. But USA got this show uh, called um, Queen of the South. You guys seen it? Or heard about it? I've heard about it. I haven't sat down to watch it. I'm, I'm still in this, um, this other joint I was watching. I'm watching yeah, I started watching it um, only like I think four episodes in. But yo, that <laughs> that series is crazy. And your man who uh, was like the big drug lord, it's like every movie he played in, he played a freaking drug dealer. <laughs> he was <a laughs> he was the uh, he was the drug dealer in um, in uh, Desperado with Antonio Banderas. He was the freaking drug dealer in. Fast and Furious 5, I'm like, yo, that's all this cat plays, drug dealers. <laughs> but, yes, tight little um, tight little series if y'all get a chance to um, check that joint out. So, yeah, Queen of the South. <clears throat> all right, y'all, anybody got anything they want to share, exploit, bring forth? Since uh, Rich didn't come through And I know he had a couple topics I didn't line up too much stuff Because I wanted to make sure we got his stuff in um, I know something I want to talk about But I can't remember You know, due to lateness or whatever whatever Stress, et cetera, et cetera But I know it, it was it was some crazy shit That I've been seeing recently Or just trending recently uh, you know, you know who, who is who seemingly is internet trending right now though is um Shannon Sharp. And the funny shit is is that you know he was on the show with that Skip Bayless dude, who which he had his joint popping. Shannon came through on that you know recurring jazzy role. I don't know how or why they slipped the chicken, but you know they, I guess it's easier you know to play off more than one person you know whatever whatever. Um, but he's trending doing his thing. Also trending doing her thing, uh, which is getting suspended by ESPN, is that uh, Jamel Hill, oh. I think her name is? Yeah, Jamel Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of cats uh, go ahead and talking about the uh, ESPN need to stop with that BS because they saying the only reason they, they punished her, even though they and it was a second, you know, fraction by her that she had been warned the first time after calling Trump a racist, that again, this is punishment for the Trump comment, and not so much for what she um, they saying she suggested via a tweet. But yeah, that's crazy too. Okay, so I just want to know. I just want verification because I'm not really sure because it'll be razor thin on on stalkerish because she, she's not unattractive. 
But the dude that's her co-host, that's her man, right? Is that her husband or that's just some miscellaneous dude? No, 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 no that's, that's not. That's not her husband. Mike, uh, you you Michael Wright? Michael Wright, I, yeah. I don't know who. Nah, they, I don't see an item at all. No, she's, they're not. Uh, no, he's, yeah, I follow mm-hmm. her on um, Instagram and I follow her on Twitter because she, she has some real crazy exploits if you ever <laughs> – if you follow her like that, but yeah, she she's wild. But nah, I mean, I liked her yeah, when what, I, that's what I'm trying to think. did watch ESPN like... before I stopped watching ESPN. She used to be on. They used to have her on around the horn, the show that um my boy Tony Reale hosted, where he would bring the different sports writers or analysts up there, and you know get them to get their thoughts. And I liked her because she know sports wise, she knows her shit. You know she. she She's a sister that knows. Right. You so know, here's, here's a spin on that. So they they disrespected her, hit her in the head, and was like, "Yo, you got to sit down, whatever, whatever." So again, I I only because sometimes it may be on when I'm like doing cardio in the gym, because I remember when they when they put the show out and it was like this dude, this chick, and I think the dude was already around, and then they threw him with the chick, and they was like, you know, Bonnie and Clyde, whatever, whatever, and then they was like, "Yo, you got to sit down." And it was like, well, let's bring this other chick. And everybody refused to do the show until she came back. So I don't know what's going to occur, but I was like, you know, in this day and age, it's kind of cool, especially when checks is involved, for us to just be like, hold on, we all going to chill until our girl get back rather than make believe that the show's going to go on without us. You know what I mean? So I thought that was pretty cool. And I and I was trying to think what the tie was. If it wasn't marital, you know, that, that oh, oh, we standing up for each other right now. Okay, I see it's always so nah, that's, right yeah, that's his co-host. They, um, I want to say, and I don't know because, like I said, I stopped watching watching ESPN. But I want to say, if not the first, this is the second show that he and her have done together. So, um, yeah, because they, oh, they, yeah. they did, they did, they had one ahead, show, Al. and then and they had one show. I forget what it was called, and then they did, um. Then they did his yeah. and hers, and then they gave this is the third show, and then they gave they gave them the six o'clock the the the, the six o'clock sports in the uh, slot. Yeah. So that so, was yeah, the last show that said, she was doing. Yeah. So yeah, she and now like I said now that she has a she has a huge following as well. So I mean, especially for you know a black female anchor, you know on a, uh, on ESPN, she she has a uh, she has a huge following. So. Yeah, what she got punished for this time, they said uh, she violated the company's social media guidelines for a second time after she called on fans to take indirect action against Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, um, who had told his players that they would be benched if they didn't stand up for the national anthem. And according to what she said, uh, (laughs) she said change happens when advertisers are impacted. He said, if you strongly reject what Jerry Jones said, the key is his advertisers. And they said she wasn't formally, you know, telling them to to boycott, you know, Cowboys advertisers. But the fact that she, you know, even put the suggestion out there, ESPN said, you know, that she violated their social media policy, so they suspended her for two weeks. But truth of the matter is, we know what this is. This them because they didn't punish her the first go round for calling Trump a uh, racist and a white supremacist. This is what that is. 
same thing with with uh, with, 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 with Stephen Smith. I mean, what, what the fuck is his name? Stephen something. Uh, you talking about Stephen A? Stephen A, yeah, Stephen A. Smith. Yep, same thing they did with home. Yeah, they, to, they, they said in response. Um, they said in, in response to uh, Jamel Hill's suspension, her SC6 uh, co-host Michael Smith, the dude comedic talking about, he chose to sit out uh, Monday night's broadcast. You know, and what they called a mutual decision with ESPN. That's cool. So, and, That's what's and then even Al Sharpton issued. Even Al Sharpton issued his own tweet saying that uh, Jamel Hill's suspension is an outrage and should not go unanswered. He said ESPN and their advertisers will hear from us. So I don't know if Al is planning on launching a boycott of ESPN and their advertisers also. So I'm just I'm 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 sorry, man. And I know I've said this on the show before. I just think we, as a nation, have become too too sensitive to, to any and everything that's said. You know, stuff can easily be taken out of context, as was the case with uh, Cam Newton and that reporter, you know, or, you know, people just, if they don't like you or your politics or, or your skin color or whatever, they will find the least little thing to nitpick and criticize in the hopes of either getting you fired from your job, suspended from your job, or having uh, social media or mainstream news media, you know, backlash of you. I just think it's crazy, man. This is really crazy. We're the only ones that get like, like, we the we're the only ones that get punished for shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, obviously, because we don't, because we don't own the, we don't own the network. Like short of short of Don Imus, you know what I'm saying, calling the Rutgers women, you know what I'm saying, nappy headed hoes, like we don't you know what I'm saying, we don't we, 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 we always get, you know, penalized and, 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 and smacked on the hand and and, 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 and uh and finger wagged and checked, you know what I'm saying, over saying like over saying shit like that. It's it's pretty much the same thing. Like you were the you were the privileged position. That don't don't speak out against don't 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 speak out against you know uh, against the establishment. Anytime you see somebody doing that, it's like, oh, you wrong for that. You can't speak out against this country. You can't speak out against uh, uh, you can't speak out against the establishment. You can't bite the hand that feeds you. You know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying yeah. if you put but if you if you put bullshit on my plate, what the fuck you put what you what you what you expect me to do? You know what I mean? Like come on man, like the shit that shit crazy. And and they and they do it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, unless unless we talking about something that's you know unless we talking about love and hip hop or we talking about some you know what I'm saying, something like something that's you know, that's corny. When you, when you get to something that's real, that actually, you know, that actually pull on a heartstring or actually, you know what I'm saying, put your conscience or your morality or, or your situation in check and will make you think about the shit that's going on. You know, when, 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 when it gets too real, all of a sudden, oh, no, you can't say that. You can't say that. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. You know what I mean? But 
You 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 let me you let me song and dance though. You know what I'm saying? You you let me buck and shuffle. But when I get on my soapbox, you know what I'm saying, and shit get real, I start opening the closets and you know what I'm saying, kicking some bones around, all of a sudden I can't do that. You know what I mean? Mm. But that's the country we live in, buddy. True that, true that. Yo, I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, I saw this. Um, somebody actually sent this to me, and it was from some guy's Twitter, some uh, white guy's Twitter. I was trying to find out because, you know, so much now, so much talk about these damn Russian bots and Russia constantly putting stuff out there for people to latch on to to keep the viciousness going. I almost wondered if this was something, uh, some propaganda circulated by some sort of Russian bot, but what it said actually, <laughs> I'll let you guys decide for yourself and make sense. It's supposedly a white dude that said this. He said, uh, white Americans have heritages they can be proud of, whether Irish, Polish, whatever, be bold and be proud to be French even. We have a past. We have a history. Some of our ancestors were Vikings or even a British blacksmith, whatever. We can say those things. Black people in America don't have that luxury. They had their history stolen from them. Most of them have no idea what country of origin they have or where they come from. And no, Africa isn't a country. So they get to be black, and they get to be proud to be black because our whiteness erased their heritage. So when a white person asks, why can't they be proud to be black, but I can't be proud to be white? Because you're celebrating things like the erasure of their history and the violence and torture their people suffered at the women and hands of white America. Any thoughts on that committee? I mean, aside from the fact that it's true, like, <laughs> that's what I was saying when, when dude, uh, one of my boys sent it to me and he was like, yo, Ray, white dude went in. And I was like, uh, I said, you sure he exists? Not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> some, you know. And, uh, and it's, and it's, and it's like, they know. It's, it's not like they don't know. They know. They know, they even know that a, that 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 a good populace of us of us know. They know. It's just weird. It's just they don't we're want not. Made, they don't want to be made to feel guilty or be put on a guilt trip or be reminded right. of the sins of our father. So, so it, not, it not only it. not only that, not 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 only that is that when when y'all know. And we know, and and we can now we got to put you to the task of either uh, doing something about it. What you gonna do about it? You ain't just gonna sit there and act like you don't know. You gotta do something about it. Now we gotta address it. You know what I'm saying? It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like like and 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 that's and that's the thing. Like we've been. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been so disconnected, that, and that's one of the issues that we face as people of color. You know what I'm saying? Is that is is, is that um, 
because we're because we've been distant, because we've been we've been we separated, and we don't know we don't we, we don't have those ties to, to to bring us to where we're from. Yeah, you know I'm saying we've always been searching for an identity. We've been searching for an identity ever since. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't that's where that's where the, the Negro and colored and African American and Afro man, we don't even know what the fuck to call ourselves. We so goddamn lost. And people of color. We got all these different little titles and acronyms and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? So when we settled on that black, you know what I'm saying? Now you can we we had to and we 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 had to kind of bit and piece our own culture together, our, our own type of piece. You know what I'm saying? Each other together since we've been here. You know what I'm saying? So the more we enlighten ourselves, the more we try to get it together. Yeah, you know I mean, now you got somewhere. Now you got a base to start from. You know what I'm saying? When people came to this country, they brought their culture. They they, they culture with them. You know what I'm saying? Nope. They, they brought their culture with them. You know what I'm saying? So they had that connectivity. Yeah, I mean, to to wherever they're from, whether it's Ireland, England, Peru, Japan, China, whatever the case. You know what I'm saying we we've been thoroughly disconnected. You know what I'm saying we don't have that ancestry.com that that link us to the to the village where we're from. You know what I'm saying that 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 to show us that we got roots in in Ghana or Lagos or Kenya or Ethiopia. You know what I'm saying we don't have those roots. You know what I'm saying those those were cut. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and so we always in a, we always in a sense we always in a sense gonna be lost. Yeah, you know I mean, we always gonna be that lost tribe of Judah. You know what I'm saying? So, and we got something to hold on to. Now is only we try to take that from them, but then they found something else to to, to, to cling on to, which was each other. You know what I'm saying? So now you want to take that away from us. So now you still want us to be lost. Even even a little bit that we put together with them saying within our them saying within ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like like you still try to take that away from us, you know what I'm saying as well. And try to say, well, that we're back well, we're back to un American. You know what I'm saying? Because because we black and we chose to, cho- chose to 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 be proud and to have pride in our blackness and have pride in in, in and the thing that the only thing that we could that we could only cling together and, and, and cling to and, and have to you know what I'm saying? Now you want to take that away from us and say that, oh, well, now that's not part of the whole. You're separating yourself. You know what I'm saying? Niggas shouldn't be separate from John. You know what I mean? Like, like I, can't, I can't understand that argument. Like, how are you trying to separate yourself from the whole? Nigga, this is, it's been separate from the John. You know what I'm saying? Like, you made me live separate. You put me on a, like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's just, it's just that's that crack of mindset. It's that crack of mindset. You know what I mean? And and until and, and until we, we've galvanized enough force politically and, and and economically, it's not gonna change. It's not gonna change. Yeah. And and as and, and as sooner and and as sooner we and and the sooner we do that, the sooner we do that, like that mind frame is and we find that connectivity within ourselves, you know what I'm saying? And and really start to sway and change things on 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 how the government is ran and 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 and, and how our neighborhoods are ran. You know what I'm saying? It's it's going it's going to be a war. It's legit going to be a war because now you're shifting 
all types of isms. You're shifting that racist and you're shifting that, that you know what I'm saying, that, you know, uh, you're shifting the, the, the infrastructure within, within, within different communities and states. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're changing, you're, 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 you're changing how, how, how the deck is stacked now. Yeah, I mean, and the people on top, they're going to go for it. Because, you know, if that changes, then, you know what I'm saying? That's like sawing a leg off the high horse. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, like I don't know. It's, it's, it, 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 is, it is what it is, though. It is what it is, though. It's, but but yeah. the thing is, is that once you know the truth, and once you know the truth, and you once you know the truth for yourself and it makes sense and the, and the light come on and it clicks, you know what I'm saying, then now it's time to do something with it. You know what I mean? It's cool that, 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 he, that he acknowledged that, that he understood that for what it was, but what you doing with it now? Yeah, true that. Yo, we got to get ready to wrap this edition up. As always, want to thank you guys for tuning in. With us, stand up a little bit later with us to close out your hump day, your midweek. Don't forget to check out my man DJ Comedic this Friday and every Friday with the House Lunch Break Live. You can catch him starting at 11 a.m. on Mixler. That's M-I-X-L-R, Mixler Radio. Go to the website. Check my man DJ Comedic out. Gives you two hours, sometimes two plus, best in house music to get your uh, mid groove on. So this, once again, check them out this Friday and every Friday starting at 11 a.m. on Mixler, DJ Comedic with the House Lunch Break Live. Trust me, you'll appreciate it. You'll make it worth your while. And myself, the Atypical, along with the B-I-Double-G Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Caesar, will be back here next Wednesday, every Wednesday, we give you 90-plus minutes, some of the best in late-night talk. This is the Cypher. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Shout-out to my people from across the Atlantic checking us out as well. And I want you guys to be safe. If you're here in the Raleigh-Durham-Chapel Hill area, don't forget, fair starts tomorrow, this weekend, 10 days. Be safe out there. And if you're in the partying mood, make sure you come check myself and my man DJ Comedic out at the benefit for Puerto Rico with the Latin International Party at Jose and Sons this Saturday. Make sure you come through. Check us out there also. Again, want to thank you guys for tuning in. want y'all to be safe, be blessed, have a great one. And since my man, the B-I-double-G, isn't here, I'm going to play it and close it out with his track, which we haven't done in a while. This is that Chuck Brown, uh, his version of a classic. Y'all groove to this. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Be up out of here.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.